This is Dafkaf in Masechet Megillah. We will begin in the middle of Dafkaf Amud Aleph at the Mishnah. In Korin et Megillah, velo malin, velo tovelin, velo mazin, vechin shomeret yom keneged yom, lo titbol ad shetanet zachama. The Mishnah is listing mitzvot that are daytime mitzvot and that can be done, preferably should only be done from the rising of the sun, reading the Megillah of the daytime, brit milah, going to tevilah for most tevilot, most People who are Tamer are supposed to go to immerse during the daytime. Velo mazin, that's the, the splashing of the para aduma ashes on a person. And shomeret yom keneged yom is a woman that, uh, as we learned in Masechet Nidan, many places throughout Shas, uh, a woman has a 7-11 cycle, the seven days of Nida, followed by 11 days. During those 11 days, if she sees no blood, she's best off. If she sees one day of blood, then she has one clean day that she has to observe. The following day, she counts one day. It's called Yom Shomeret Yom Keneged Yom. Second day, same thing. After it's three days in a row, then she becomes Zavag Nowadays, we keep everyone uh, treats any sighting of blood as if it were a Zavag situation. But according to the Torah, you have this idea of the Shomeret Yom Keneged Yom that she only has to keep one day. The idea is that most Tamei people, they become Tamei and then they have to immerse during the day. So if they're counting, let's say, for example, the Zav counts his seven days, he waits till the morning of the seventh day to immerse. The woman who is Shomeret Yom Keneged Yom waits till the next morning after she saw the blood to immerse that day um, and so on. Uh, however, but if they did the mitzvah from uh, the crack of dawn, in other words, not from the um, not from Hanetzachama, they didn't wait till the uh, <coughs> rising of the sun, but rather from the light of the morning, which is earlier, the mitzvah is done. The Gemara says, "Minalan, where do we get this from? The idea that you have to read the Megillah during the day." Because it says these days of Purim have to be remembered and done, which implies. Daytime, because it says Hayamimaela these days and not nighttime. So the Gemara says Lemat Eviti Uftad Rabbi Shoban Levi. He doesn't seem to contradict what Rabbi Shoban Levi said. Amar Rabbi Shoban Levi Chayav Adam Nikot Tamigila Balayla Bishnot Abayom. Didn't Rabbi Shoban Levi said say that a person is obligated to read the Megillah at night and then to review it to do it again at night uh, during the day? So you do have a Megillah during nighttime. How could you say you're not supposed to do it at, uh, during the nighttime? We're talking about the daytime reading. In other words, with regard to the daytime reading, it has to be done during the day, just like the nighttime reading has to be done during the night. Not to say that you can't have a Megillah reading at night, just to say that we're speaking here about the daytime reading. You don't do read Megillah until the sun comes up. Because it says on the eighth day, not the night before, but the eighth day. We don't do immersions or throw the blood of the Paraduman uh, person. Because it says that the pure Kohen should sprinkle the uh, ashes of the Paraduma on the person who's becoming Tahor uh, on the seventh day. Use the word Bayom, meaning it has to be during daytime. And immersion in a mikveh is another means of purification. It's compared to it. So in other words, any type of tevilah should also be done during the day. The only exception, of course, is tevilah nida, that we have a woman go to the mikveh at night because of uh, matters of uh, modesty and also because... In the case of uh, when she's counting seven clean days, we're worried that maybe she'll go and immerse and then be with her husband. And then that same day, which is technically still a seventh day, she could end up um, seeing blood and then the whole thing is canceled retroactively. So we have her go at night. But technically, all Tevilot are during the day. This is Shomer Yom Keneged Yom. In other words, she had her Nida time. Seven days passed. Then you, and this is according to the Torah's way. And then you have the 11 days during which if she sees blood one day, she has to watch the next day and immerse the following day. She has only one 
day of waiting for each. So if she saw on Monday, so then Tuesday she will get up, go to the mikveh, and at the end of that day she becomes Torah again. So it says, Shomer Yom Keneged Yom, right? So it, says, so it has to wait till the end of the month. Shomer Yom Keneged Yom Mikol Chayvet Tevilot. Why should the Shomer Yom Keneged Yom be different than any other person who has to go to the mikveh? Because we said already in the Mishnah that Tevilot, Tovlin, is Bayom. So it's the Chsalka that the Chamina, you might have thought as follows. Tevei, Kiriyah Rishonah Shel Zav, Rishonah Shel Zav, Itkash Zabal Keri, Dichtiv Zot Torah Tazav. Because you might have thought that if she sees blood only one time during the 11 days, it's like the first sighting of emission of a Zav. The first sighting of emission of a Zav is considered the same as the emission of a uh, seminal emission, right? And, and like the Baal Keri, Dichtiv Zot Torah Tazav, Asher Tetzer Mimenu Shechavat Zara. Because we have in the Pasuk, this is the law of the Zav, and the one from whom semen emerges, right? So the ma balkeri tovel bayom, just like a balkeri who had relations or had a seminal emission, that same day can go to the mikveh and become tahor by the nighttime. Ainamilit bol You might uh, so uh, also the zav if he has only one emission of zav which, of ziva, which is a different kind of a liquid than uh, semen, but still he can go to the mikveh that same day and be tahor by the nighttime, right? So veha bimama lamatzetavla. But this woman who saw blood during her 11 days cannot go on the same day to the mikveh. Right? So the, uh, so, because it says all the days of her flow are just like the days of her nida. And the days of nida, that's the one exception where actually, even according to the Torah, if she goes to the mikveh during the seven, the first seven days of nida, even on the seventh day, it doesn't count at all. You have to wait until after the seven days are over. So, so, so too with the Shomeret Yom Keneged Yom. If she sees blood during those 11 days, that day is no good. She can't go to the Mikveh that day. She has to wait till the next day. So the thing is, but you would think, but why can't we say the night afterwards? So let's say she saw blood on Monday. We understand she can't go to the Mikveh on Monday, but what about Monday night, which is really technically Tuesday? So it says, Since she needs to count a day against the day that became Tamei, that has to be during the daytime, and therefore she cannot go to the Mikveh that night, she has to wait till the next day. If it's done after the dawn, it's Kasher. So the Gemara says, Where do we get that from? Because it says, God called the day, the light day. To the emergent light, he called day. So even without the sun, should we say the same thing about nighttime? It says to dark, he called night. Should you say the process of it getting dark is enough for it to qualify as night? But we don't say, we don't say that when it begins to become dark, it's nighttime. We say that it has to be the, the stars have to come out. So that can't be the pasuk, because if you're going to say that the process of emergence of light is the beginning of day, you have to say the process of darkening is the, is considered night, and that's not true. Because it says, when it's talking about the construction of the Beit HaMikdash and the Bait Sheni, it says we were doing the Malacha, the Chetziah Mahasikim Bamachim. Half of the people were holding spears to defend from attack. From the rising of, the, from the dawn until the coming out of the stars. And it says, that the night was for guarding and the day was for melacha. So you see that they were working from when the light appeared in the morning until the stars came out. That is when they were working and they called it the day. The day was for work. So you see from that, from anything starting from when the light emerges to the stars coming out, it's called day. Why do you need the, word, the second pasuk? Because you could have argued based on the first pasuk that really... Day is from sunrise to sunset, 
right? But and these people were coming early. They were coming at the crack of dawn, which is really technically not day, and they were staying till Tzitzit which is past night. So Tashima, that's why you need the pasuk to tell you that the nighttime was for guarding and the day was for melacha, meaning anything that they worked from uh, dawn until is called until the stars come out is called daytime and therefore a mitzvah is supposed to be done during the day if it's done after the beginning of the light of day of dawn it is an acceptable mitzvah all day is good says the Mishnah for reading of the Megillah for saying halel blowing the shofar and for saying a musaf and for the korban musaf itself and for reciting the confession over the parim this is talking about what she says the when the community commits a sin because of a, a, a poor ruling by the betin, or the kohen hagadol makes an error and has to bring a special bull to uh, uh, to uh, atone for that. So the vidui has to be done during the vidui maaser, also vidui maaser, which is at the end of every three years, where the person declares that they fulfilled all of their maaser obligations for the year on their pesach or the vidui yom kippurim. Same is true with the viduyim of yom kippur. Lismicha, leaning on a korban, the shechita, slaughtering a korban, the tnufa, waving of certain korbanot parts that have to be waved, lahagasha, certain items that have to be brought. To the mizbech and touch to the mizbech, the taking of the handful of flour from a flour offering, burning something on the mizbech, killing of a bird korban, which is done differently than shechita, it's done from the back of the neck, receiving the blood, splashing the blood on the altar, giving the drink to the sota for her test, in a case of an unsolved homicide where we have the egla ufa, where it's between two cities, and so the elders of the closest city come and they decapitate a calf there and declare that they're not responsible for the death that happened. Um, and also for the whole process of purification of a person who had Torah. And all night is good for the harvesting of the Omer and for the placing of fats and limbs of Korbanot on the altars. What is the general principle of all of these, this whole list of mitzvot? Is that any mitzvah which is a daytime mitzvah, the mitzvah is all day long. And any mitzvah which is a nighttime mitzvah, the mitzvah is all day long, all night long. The Gemara says, Minalan, where do we get this idea that the Megillah, that the reading of the Megillah for the day could be done all day? Because it's by Yemim These days should be remembered and done. These days means the whole day. Kuyatalel. How do we know about the reading of the From this rising of the sun to the setting of the sun. Uh, is what it says in Hallel, and that means all day longer. It says, no, this is the day Hashem has made, we will celebrate on it, meaning the whole day is available for the Hallel, and according to the side, it says, Rav Yosef, not Rav Yosef. It says, regarding the Lulav, you should take it on the first day, implying that the whole of the first day is good for the mitzvah. Um, when it comes to the shofar, it says a day of crying out with the shofar, it should be for you. So that means the whole day. Because when it talks about the musaf, it says each day in its proper day. So all day is good for the korban musaf. Since the purpose of the tefillah, the musaf, is to stand in for the korban musaf, so or at least to complement it or supplement it. So therefore, it has the same halachot and it can be done all day. How do we get the idea that the Communal par, the communal bull or the bull of the coin gadol who makes a mistake, um, have to be the vidui, the confession on it has to be done during the day. The alif kapara kapara yom kippurim because we learn from the atonement of yom kippur. The tanya gabi yom kippurim it says by yom kippurim vechiper badov ad beto that the kohen atones for himself and his household. The kapara tvarim akatuv medaber and that's talking about the confession he recites over those animals vechapara yimamahu and that of course is happening during the day. Dichtiv by yom says regarding yom kippur that on this day it will be atoned for you and that's talking about the daytime of yom kippur. So too the other korbanot that require a vidui a confession has to be done during the day. Vidui maaser. 
Maser. What about the confession of the Maser when the person declares that they fulfilled all of their obligations of Maser? Because it says, you shall say before Hashem your God, I got rid of all of the holy things from the house. In the next paragraph it says, this day Hashem has commanded you. So you see from that that it has to be done during the day. Leaning on the Korban, slaughtering it. Because it says, the smicha, the leaning on the korban, always comes before the slaughtering of the korban. And it says regarding slaughtering, on the day you slaughter. So it has to be done during the day. What about the waving? Because on the day that you wave the omer, that's the omer korban that has to be waved. And it has to be waved during the day because it says, the touching of certain flower offerings and so on to the, uh, to the altar. Because it's like waving. Because it says that the coin will take from the hands of the woman her minchata knot is talking about the sota, her special flower offering. And he'll wave it and he'll offer it. So you see from that, that um, as uh, Rashi explains, that's talking about the touching of it to the Mizbech. It's not talking about the actual burning of the comets because it talks afterwards about the taking of the handful and the burning of that Korban. So it can't be that that's talking about the burning. It's just talking about touching it to the altar. And so you see that that has to be done during the day as well. All of these processes with the Korban not have to be done during the day. What about killing of the bird Korban or taking the handful of the flower offering or offering the uh, the word Haktara here? I should say Lekabala. Also, it should say for the receiving of the blood, for the burning of things, for the waving. So, and so, uh, I'm sorry, for the, the burning of things and for the hazayah, for the, spla- the splashing of the blood onto the altar. Because it says on the day that he commanded B'nai Israel and the rest of the Pasuk is to offer their korbanot. In other words, everything that is essential to the offering of the korban, all the different components have to be done during the day because korbanot always have to be uh, happening during the day. And Rashi says, They're all parts of offering the korban. Uh, so, because because uh, the taking of the handful and the burning of the handful of the minchas, it's offering. And when it comes to slaughtering the uh, bird korban and splashing its blood, they really happen at once, right? And receiving the blood is called hakavat. It's called offering. The Amar more because Master said Vikrivu Zokabalat Adam Inami Lakriv Kotochay Kavah Mitzah Umlikav Kavala Vukulat Zokay Kavah. So one way is the first interpretation of Rashi is that Lehakriv that all of these things are considered Hakravah. They're considered part of the offering of the Korban, and it says Lakriv at Kobanayim has to happen during the day. That's one interpretation. Another one is that no, it doesn't mean that all of these things, all of these procedures, are essential parts of hakrava of offering. What it means is they're all necessary for offering, and since they're all necessary for offering, they have to be done during the day. The giving of the sota to drink. Because it says the word Torah twice in Exerah Shavah that links to, to the two things. It says that the Kohen should do this entire procedure, this entire Torah for the sota. And it says regarding the judgment of the Bedina Gadol that you should follow their judgment and what they teach you. And it uses the word Torah there as well. Just like the judgment which is connected to the word Torah. Is during the day. Afghan bayom. So too, when it comes to this, so that has to be during the day. What about the decapitating of the calf when there is an unsolved homicide? Because since the word kaper is used there, kapara atonement. Because the elders who come to this to that ceremony ask for atonement from God. 
So uh, it's like any other korban. The tarat mitzvah. What about the the mitzvah has to become pure? It has to be during the day. Because it says this is the procedure with regard to the person who had tarat on the day he becomes pure. It says all night long is good for the harvesting of the omer barley. The The master said the harvesting and the counting of the omer is at night. But you bring the actual korban omer during the day. Bring the placing of the fats and limbs of the korban on the altar can happen all night. Because it says they could be on there all night until the morning. Uh, they have to be left there. And actually, sometimes you can even put things after nightfall on as long as the Korban was done during the day. This is the general principle. Anything that was that is, the mitzvah is during the day is kasher all day. What is the, this is the rule come to include because if we already listed every example then we wouldn't need to give a rule. So what does the rule come to include? That's talking about it's talking about the removal and the replacement of the spoons and really the, the showbread in the Beit HaMikdash had to be removed and placed back every Shabbat. A new one is put back every Shabbat. So it, it means that it has to be done all day, because uh, meaning all day is the mitzvah. How does that work? Because the Tanit says, that if a person, if the Kohanim removed the bread and the spoons in the morning and they put it back, the new one in the afternoon, it would be good. What does it mean? In other words, unlike the other Chachamim that said you have to do it simultaneously, as you're removing the old bread, you have to be putting the new one on, so every second there's some, they do it simultaneously so that there's the, the table is never empty. But according to Rabbi Yossi, as long as it's done in the same day, it's still considered Tamid, that the table is never without bread, um, that, uh, there's, that it's Tamid, it's always, it always has something on it um, during that day. Uh, does, it doesn't go overnight without having stuff on it, but that doesn't mean that it, that the whole day is not available to you to do the mitzvah. You don't have to simultaneously remove the bread and put on the new one uh, without any break. What does it mean? Any mitzvah she mitzvato balayla? The mitzvahs at night it applies all night long. So It's coming to include the eating korban pesach against Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. Because it says you should eat this meat on this night. Of the Koban Pesach, Rabbi Lazar ben Rabbi Lazar ben said, "Kan balayla hazeh v'nemar kan balayla hazeh." It says over here this night, "V'nemar lahalan v'avati v'tzay balayla hazeh." And it says regarding makat bechol, regarding the actual plague of the firstborn, balayla hazeh on this night. Said that just like it says with, by Makat Bechorot, by the plague of the firstborn, it's going to be around midnight. So too, the eating of the Korban, on this night has to be up till midnight, right? Whereas the Chachamim disagree and say you can eat the Korban Pesach all night. And that's what our Mishnah is supporting, that it's all night, because any mitzvah at night is all night. That's the conclusion of this Perik, second Perik of Megillah. There's some interesting Tosfot. On uh, the previous Amud, one is about Sfirat Omer. What happens if a person misses a night of Sfirat Omer? Um, this Mishnah seems to imply that it's a mitzvah, or really this Gemara seems to imply that it's only at nighttime. You can't really make it up during the daytime. Um, there are some, who, of course, he quotes the opinion that, uh, that, and he says, therefore, you could not, you can't make a brachat during the day, that's for sure, because it sounds here like it's only a nighttime mitzvah. Some say, no, that, that, uh, that there's another Gemara Menachot that implies that if they miss, if they miss harvesting the Omer at night, they can make it up during the day. And the same could be true of the Sfirat Omer. And therefore, you should be able to say the Bacha as well. And he talks about the issue of missing a day and whether you can continue to um, uh, to, res- to count the Omer after that. Or it's a lack of Timimot because it is not a perfect counting because you've broken the uh, stretch 
Uh, that's what the Bahag says. Therefore, if you miss a full 24 hours, you cannot continue with Firat Omer. Um, then he says, it mentions here that after you say, after you count the Sfirah, we ask for the rebuilding of the Beit HaMikdash. Interesting that, that that source for that is actually found in this Tosafot, that, uh, for that Tefillah that we say after we count the Omer on, uh, uh, during the uh, period of between Pesach and Shavuot. But the basic point here is that all of the mitzvot that are mentioned here uh, are either daytime mitzvot or nighttime mitzvot. And as a general rule, any mitzvah which is a daytime mitzvah is all day, and any mitzvah which is a nighttime mitzvah is all night.